tomorrow is hump day. Happy hump day, Tater Tots. Welcome back to another episode of Topics of Taboo, the raw and honest podcast where we unpack, educate, and attempt to erase the stigma surrounding taboo topics. I'm your host, Megan Dykeman, and in today's episode, I am joined by my boyfriend, Fraser. Am I allowed to talk now? Yeah. Is that... Wow. So when I first started this podcast, Fraser had the... Um, amazing idea of wanting to debut on episode 69. So really mature of him. Yeah, but, I'm a child. Mm. You, you got to let 69 is hilarious. Yeah, so you can't... funny. So yeah, uh, it is now only episode 22, I think. No, no, no. Boy, do I have something to blow your mind, Megan. What? This will be episode 23, which is exactly one third of 69. Uh. So I'm thinking, hear me out here. You can play me on episode 23. You can play me on episode 46, and I'll be back for the third time okay. on episode 69. That might happen. We'll see. Oh. <laughs> but no, um, I pretty much ran out of people to come into my podcast. Oh, I'm just joking. I have a few people backlogged, but um, it's a little bit hard because, as most of you know, I've started a full-time job, and the only time I can now podcast with other people is after working hours. And a lot of the time, people like that as their own time. I understand this. I do too. And I've actually realized how much how important any time after work is for me and I don't want to do anything other than be at home. So I get it. And yeah, I just have a lot of organizing to do. And Fraser can talk the ear off of anyone. So I thought, why not bring him on? All of you have wanted him on to my channel and on here for ages. So that's what we're doing today. We're going to talk about Actually, you tell me what? No, actually, Whoa. actually, Whoa. so many things Going happening off here. off script, not that there's a script. Actually, I was quite impressed that you can get through your intro now without a script. Of course I can. I, I was going to join in, once a week. but then I was like, you couldn't. The raw and honest podcast. And then I was like, oh, I'm forgetting the rest of it. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> a longie. It's a longie. <laughs> um, so yeah, in today's episode, actually, no, before we get stuck into today's episode, you're not getting out of this one because I ask every person that comes onto my podcast Whoa. this one. I, I don't get any special treatment. No. Um, <laughs> Fraser, what is your favourite topic of taboo and why? What's my favourite topic of taboo? Yeah. You're a bit basic, aren't you? That's a bit rude. Yeah. Um, well, I, I often do like talking um, financials, which I think we've yeah. discussed as a topic of taboo. People yep. don't often like talking about you know, money that they earn or, you know, how much they have in savings or... Yep. Especially in relationships. We should actually probably do an episode on my, <laughs> me talking to you like you're my co-host already. <laughs> hey, look, you know, I'll be back here for episode 46, so... No, we should definitely do an episode on um, money and relationships. A lot of you have actually asked me for that because it is such a taboo topic. Um, That's massive. But... Because we yeah. surround ourselves with money. Like, yeah. we work... Literally, yeah. like, 80% of our time during the week is dedicated to full-time jobs. Yours yeah. even more at the moment. Yeah. To earn money. Like, that's effectively, yeah. like it or not, is what society is deemed yeah. worth. So, yeah. I think it's crazy. And there's so many areas, be that houses, be that, you know, stocks and Bitcoin and stuff has recently taken hold. And, mm. you know, gambling is also another yeah, you know, area of money that people 
um, struggle with and yeah. it's quite taboo, yeah, to talk about your financials in front of people. It's kind of a private thing between either you and your family or you and your accountant, effectively. Yeah, that's so true. And I think especially in uh, mature couples as well, obviously in high school, money's not really a thing because you <laughs> oh, don't really have it. I got $5 it. of pocket money from my parents. Yeah, literally. Or Where like, should I invest it, Megan? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, it's definitely, I've noticed... You, I've probably been the most open with you about my money. Like, you probably don't know how much I have. You know, probably roughly. Yeah. Now. But that's only because we I, talk houses and we're talking trying houses to get deposits and, and stuff. And futures and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think you know but, down to the bloody cent how much oh, money I have. Oh, I know exactly <laughs> how much, I know exactly how much money Fraser has. And that's like not a bad thing at all. That's obviously just come up because of that Fraser was never like, oh, look at how much money I have or like, look at, you know, but it sort of just came up. And I think it's. Well, yeah, kind of healthy. If you, if you want to buy a house, you need to have yeah. X amount in deposit. And then as soon as you realize that I have so much for said deposit, yeah. it's pretty clear to work out how much savings I have. Yeah, and um, exactly. But yeah, no, sorry, we just got sidetracked. That's going to happen a lot because we can never stop talking, which I'm sure we'll get into at some point. But um, Fraser and I wanted to speak on... Online dating and hookup culture and all that sort of thing. Hookup culture? I didn't sign up for that, Megan. <laughs> I said online dating. I was ready to backdive no. into 2008 eHarmony. I just thought we would um, <laughs> cover a few things. And, yeah, we met on Tinder, which is not... I don't like saying that because I'm someone that's always met people organically and was always like, ill Tinder. How gross is it to tell people? I know. Like... So- Oh, how'd you meet? Oh, oh that is a dreaded question. People go, how did you meet? And I don't know whether it's a pop culture thing where people have met, you know, watching the fireworks at New mm. Year's Eve or yeah. at a music festival or something yeah. amazing oh. and romantic. I hate it when people ask the question because it's... Yeah, same. It's daunting, but it, it really shouldn't be because no. we're... Everyone meets on Tinder. Literally so many people meet on Tinder now and, like, are in amazing relationships. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. I It's just a personal thing for me. I'm just like, Tinder. And, and then I'm like, but <laughs> we technically knew each other through mutuals from swimming. We definitely crossed paths at some point and oh, people are like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> absolutely. And it's way easier to be like, oh, yeah, we met through our mutual friends. Or like, yeah. I think maybe in the first time someone asked me, oh, like, you know, what does Megan do? I'm like, oh, yeah, like, she used to do swimming. And then people just assumed yeah. that's how I knew And they're just like, oh, yeah. So it's a, yeah, like, it's way more convenient. But, like, I was trying to think back to when Tinder kind of kicked off. My memory of it starts in, like, um, year 10, I reckon. Fuck. So I, it was definitely at my school in year 10. So that yeah. what, what that would have been in 2012. I'd love to know when it actually officially I'll launched. look it up. Elevator music. <laughs> Wait, when was Tinder created? Launched? Yeah, launched is probably the right word. Twelve. <laughs> Guess. Was it 2012? Yeah, it was 12th of September 2012. Yeah, all right. So, it, yeah, I, it was a weird one. I remember seeing someone else do it in front of me, and it, it looked like a game. Like, honestly, like, it was just yeah. people going left and right, and it was less, like, maybe it was because I was in year 10 and I was naive and I wasn't yeah. thinking, oh, this is, you know, people that... Um, this is swiping on people yeah. that people want to bang or whatever. Like, yeah. But it kind of turned into, like, you were trying to find someone that you knew at school. Like, you'd reduce your radius down to, like, two and yeah, just see whether they liked you back kind of thing. Yeah, that's funny. I, my earliest, I, 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 to be completely honest, did not download Tinder until 2019. 2019? Is that what we meant? 2020. 
2020. We met started 2020. 2020. I downloaded it in 2019 after coming out of like a really long-term relationship because I didn't need it. Like I was in a long-term relationship from year 11 till like two years ago. Well, so Tinder literally kind of launched and peaked while you're in the middle of a relationship. Yeah. So like it but, passed you by. Yeah. But I was never on it for myself, but I was on it for my friends. Like, Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Obviously, you, you I was experienced. Of yeah. it. You, you weren't uh, no. social, socially inept in terms of what Tinder... Like, it, no. it's almost a conversation topic. It totally is. Yeah, I didn't actually use it for myself until 20... Yeah, late 20... Or halfway through 2019. And, like, I, I hated it. I didn't like it at all. Fucking hated it. But it got me you. Yeah. Oh, it's It's so weird. It got me you. <laughs> That's hey, such Dutch talk. Fucking uh, Pokemon score. <laughs> you caught me. Uh, <laughs> what a catch. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I'm going to keep that in because whatever. I don't care. Oh! Um, But yeah, I didn't like it. I did not like it because I don't know if this is just me being like one of those bisexual girls that hates men, but the men are disgusting on there. They're gross. I don't want your fucking dirty pickup lines. Speaking of... I'm gonna. We're gonna go through the first oh. message Fraser ever sent me. We're gonna embarrass him a little bit here. Mm, don't love this. Um, but I I did enjoy meeting women on there, and I did enjoy talking to women. And like honestly, I made friends through Tinder. Which I don't know. I think that I think that's a gay girl thing. I don't think many cisgendered straight men make friends on there. Look, I'm I'm trying to think. Yeah. I don't have to think too hard. Yeah. I don't think I made any mates nah. of Tinder. Nah. Really, the only time you had mates on Tinder was when you matched with a mate and it was hilarious. Yeah. But there was also this undercurrent of, wait, do you actually like me? Kind nah. Of thing. Yeah. I would, do, I would like super like my mates. Like if yeah, T no, is listening to this. Make it very obvious yeah. that you're not. I'd um, either do that or just ignore it. Yeah. And like I super liked T like once and uh, like just, yeah. Girl mates. I never really... Oh, yeah, I saw guy mates on there sometimes, but I was like, no, that's not that's not worth it. But, yeah, obviously, um, girl mates, I'd do that too. But, um, yeah, do you remember your first message to me? Look, I kind of do, but, like... Have g- a ping. No, let's... Before we get into that, you, you were talking about how disgusting people are on Tinder. Yeah. And whatever. And it's, it's hard, like, being on the other end of that, trying to just... A message of hi doesn't get it done. Like, you can't send a message of hi to someone. <laughs> I could. I literally said hey no, all the but time. You're, you're a girl on Tinder. It is heaps different. The, right. the landscape on as a guy on Tinder, to get a response, okay. you, you need to be funny, witty, charming. Or just hot. And be attractive all at once. Like, it is difficult to get a reply back. And mm. probably a reason, And because we did say online dating, we didn't just say Tinder here. No, no, no. But a bumble way, way nicer. Because it's a girl first. Yeah, absolutely. You, I felt like on Tinder, I'd send out 10 messages and just be like, look, if three of them reply, then I can have a chat kind Aww. of thing. But like people just blank you. They absolutely do. If you just got them on the wrong day or whatever. No, I never got blanked. Where on Bumble, <laughs> if someone sends you a message, then they want to talk to you. Yeah, obviously. Kind of thing. So it kind of turns yeah, into this. Nice. I never went on Bumble. I literally was only ever on Tinder. But yeah. I have seen, um, what's that other one called? Hinge. Yeah, Hinge. Hinge is so wholesome. If any of you are out there listening to this, like wanting a different dating dating app that isn't Tinder because it's just annoying you, try Hinge. It's so wholesome. And I think it's less hook-up-y as well. I think it's more like looking for a relationship, which is nice. 
Um, but that's online. Tinder has evolved into. Well, I, I guess it probably started as that, but I think is, it still is for a lot of people. Oh though. no, absolutely. But but maybe not so much now after COVID and everyone's lonely and it's like ah. Maybe, but like I think it's nice to have that service there. Like yeah. as weird as that kind of sounds, like it provides a service that people use. Yeah. Um, True. You know, I'd prefer to actually meet someone, have a little chat to them rather than just pick up a random person at a bar, never meet them. And then you find out like cab ride to their place or something like that, that they're serial killer, serial killer, racist Nazi person. And you're like, whoa. Yeah, true. Uh, Yeah, I, yeah, I think I suppose, like I said, I like meeting people more um, organically, but that's because I've only ever met people I've dated previously I've met through mutuals or through school or through swimming or through dancing or through something like that like I've yeah. never I'm not talking like you meet them one night and then you date them oh yeah no, but like that's the but, thing some people but some people do that too some people including me have met people on a dance floor where you cannot talk yeah and it's just a eyes thing you look at each other and it's like yep yeah yep and that's it like yeah, at least they're... with tinder you get to see like four photos of them in different lighting um <laughs> Shade. So yeah, back onto the topic. I know you're ignoring it or trying to get yeah, away look, from it. I got away. The uh, <laughs> first message Fraser ever sent me, it isn't actually as cringe as I'm making it out to be, like this massive thing, but it was honestly, and I'm not just saying that because he's sitting right across from me, probably like the best first message or top two, top two or top three. Oh, I'd love to hear top one then. Well, I don't have them <laughs> saved anywhere. Um, I actually went back and found these messages because, like, we can probably talk about this, but it was really fucked. Fraser and I talked on Tinder for ages and then we decided to meet up. We added each other on Snapchat and then all of a sudden our Tinder fucked up. I'm kind of glad I got your number slash we were talking on Snapchat at this point. First, because we, like, lost each other. Yeah. It didn't unmatch, but it just, like, sort of disappeared. Yeah, our message history just went back to zero. But were we still matched? Yeah. We were still matched, but there was no messages. I I got the messages back by, like, re-downloading the app and and refreshing it. And you just never got it back. I never got it back. But then... You forced me at gunpoint to screenshot everything. No, I didn't. That's not what happened. (laughs) I think think we went through them once because we were together and you re-downloaded it and we went through them. But probably a month or two after, I was talking to Julia, one of my housemates, about something, and I really wanted to find... I think it must have been my first message with Fraser. I really wanted to find it. So I re-downloaded Tinder, I got in, and all the messages were there. So I screenshot all of them, and now I have them here for my own torturous behaviour. Yeah, this is rude. Um, Oh, well. So, yes, back to the first ever message. What do you think? I pushed it out to 18 minutes. I was pretty happy with that. What do you think it was? (laughs) Now, I seem to remember you were looking pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And I think I think I went something along the lines of... Uh, did I say the word encapsulate? Did I put that in there? No. Oh, I was going to say... Said, you said conveyed. Conveyed. See, like big words, I'm telling you. It gets it, a, gets it across. And you said, oh, wow, I must have had eight photos on my profile. That's great. That's a lot of range there in different lighting and poses and stuff. Yeah. Um, all right, so... What would I have said? What would you say? I, um, conveyed. Throughout your pictures, you've... Con- <laughs> I can't do it. See, I'm out of the no, game. I'll, I'll just can- tell you what I he said. I can't do it anymore. He said, I don't know how you have done it, but in eight photos, you have conveyed absolute ripper vibes. And then he's ripper done a little vibes. shaka emoji, <laughs> which is kind of lame. Like, that bit was lame. 
Um, I still throw a shaka in our texts occasionally. And I said, yeah, you do. I said, ha, 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 bless, what a compliment, thank you. Could Defo say the same about you? And you said, ha, 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 you're more than welcome. You just ooze chill. Ooze chill. Which is true. Very nice. Well. Um, yeah. You were keen. I was keen. And then you proceeded to blank me for... And then I'm like, guys, I like didn't talk to... Fr- I was just going through a lot. I was just having a moment. <laughs> And I was like, oh, do I really want to do this? And then I remember going to... Don't lie. Okay, let's just talk for a minute. You already know the story. They don't. I was talking to a few people at the same time and I just got too caught up in it and was like, fuck this. I don't actually want to talk to anyone. So I just stopped talking to people for, like, girls and guys for probably a week or two. And then I went to this festival with my best friend, Charlie, and I was just telling her all about this uh, Fraser, I was like, yeah, he's so nice. Like, look at the, look how long his messages are. He replies quickly. Like, he gives me so much and he doesn't just want my dick. Like, he's actually talking and, like, interested in me. And then she was like, why aren't you replying? And I was like, I don't actually know. And then it was after that. that so thanks, Charlie, yeah, if you're big listening. big shout out to Charlie. <laughs> um, w- wasn't aware that you were the friend that had assisted me. Yeah, you, it was so all Charlie. And then I Let remember- me know what drinks you like. I'll buy you a pack. <laughs> And then I remember literally it was it was the, the Sunday of the, uh, like, we were just hungover and we were just in bed and I was like, oh, I'm going to message him. And then I think we spoke very quick, like, in quick succession, the messages were that Sunday afternoon. And then mm. after that, we just um, talked a lot more. But, yeah, I don't know How why that How long do you reckon happened. we talked for before we met up? Um, the first message was on the 16th of Jan yeah. and we met up on Valentine's Day, so. Oh, yeah, Cringe. Mm. That was your fault. That's another. Do you want to hear? Okay, we're not really talking about <laughs> online dating. I'm sure we'll get into it at some stage. But um, speaking of the first date, just real quick for your awkwardness, <laughs> for your awkward fix this week, um, Fraser was wanting to hang out, and he like was like, "Oh, you free this weekend?" I wasn't. Um, this is the weekend of Valentine's Day, so Valentine's Day was on a Friday night, and I was actually going to Melbourne for some YouTube stuff um, on both Saturday and Sunday. So I was like, oh, and I was with my housemate. She was like, you have to see him. You have to see him. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, I'm not, but I'm free on Friday night. Like Friday night's a good date night. There's nothing wrong with it. I was just like, and I sent it so quickly because I obviously wanted to see him too. And then my housemate was like, Megs, that's Valentine's Day. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> I was sitting like, there, received a message it. being like, that's Valentine's Day. And I was literally like, yep. Okay, so how do I... I, I this. literally didn't know whether to bring attention to it or not. Because remember... you didn't. You didn't from oh, the start. I was I, like, oh, fuck, he doesn't know. Yeah, well, I conveyed that because I was like, this will be awkward if I tell her that it's Valentine's Day. Yeah. And then I also dub- I, I thought about doubling down and rocking up with like one of those like six-foot bears in like a dozen roses yeah. and being like... You said something like that. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, God. I literally would have turned around. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. We're not going to chat about our whole entire relationship history, but maybe, I just thought we'd give you... Maybe that's episode 69. Yeah, if that'll be 69. we do financials on 46, yeah. and then 69, we talk about our first date. Yeah. Which, what? No, I was going to say spoiler alert, but not really. A sneak peek. <laughs> Went for a while, didn't it? Went for like six hours. <laughs> Whoopsie days. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. Online dating. Online dating. And also we wanted to talk about, I had a few questions. I just popped something up on Instagram a bit earlier today on what you guys wanted us to talk about. And a few of them were relating to me being bisexual or coming out as bisexual in a heterosexual passing relationship. 
that sort of thing. So uh, I did want to find a message because we were talking about it just um, briefly before the episode. Neither of us could really remember whether I like fully said to Fraser that I was bi or whether I just talked about fucking a girl and that was it. And then we talked about how good that was together. Um, so I actually, that's the reason I found these screenshots to try and find it. But um, Fraser, do you want to talk about whether me being bi, like if I, I know the answer to this, but whether it has any like effect on how you see me or how you feel, like whether you think some girl's going to come and sweep me off my feet, like whether you even think that's... Oh, I think about it every day. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, we're we're watching TV and just, you know, male character comes on the screen. I'm like, fuck, Megan might be attracted to them. Then a female character (laughs) comes on the screen. I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. I should be worried. (laughs) Um, No, no, like we were, yeah, talking about these first messages and I was like... I knew you were by either by just oh. context of you saying, or you went out of your no. way to say it. Do you know what it was? It was G Flip. Oh yeah, we talked about a love of was it hottest one hundred? Yes, must have happened. So you were like, "What was your number one of this countdown?" And I said, "G Flip, drink too much, yours." And you said, "Skeggs," and then you said, um, "I saw G Flip live a few months back. She's pretty legit." And I said, "Yeah, I've seen her a few times. She's a boss. She's been known to slide into my DMs from time to time." And you said, "Ha ha, why on earth are you talking to me then?" And I was like, <laughs> "As a mate, ha ha, she has a girl." Oh, I can't believe I'm saying this. Yeah, like, I thought this was meant to be embarrassing for me, not for you. She has a girlfriend, and then you said, "Ha ha ha!" I was about to say, like, lock that in. I was like, "Would be incred, not my type, though." So that was smooth. Fuck, I handled that delightfully. I did. Nah. And then you said, "Hey, stop just reading <laughs> messages." And then you said, and then I said, what is your type? What's your go-to type then? And I said, in guys or girls. And you said, let's start with girls. So by then you obviously knew I was into girls. Yeah. Um, That was fucking smooth. So I'm not over it. Um, So it was like so casual. But even from the start, like Fraser, like not that, and this is the bare minimum. I don't know why I'm celebrating it so much, probably because Fraser is amazing in every other way possible. But he, from the beginning, it was literally like, okay, you're bi, who cares? And that's how it should be. For everyone? It should be for everything. It should be race, sexuality. Gender gender identity. Anything. It it should be do I like you as a person kind of thing. Yeah, totally. But not everyone gets that and not everyone acts like that. But it's weird. I know, it's weird. But that's why it was so refreshing with you. Like, as I said, we had this conversation a few days ago. I've never really dated anyone horrible or bad. But I've definitely, pardon me, but I've definitely dated people who aren't as open-minded as you or progressive as you. I think it's weird if you like someone. And then they were like, oh, yeah, I'm bi. And then you go, yuck. Like, what's that mentality? It's insecurity. It's There's people out there that genuinely won't date a bisexual but, person because we are attracted to more people than you are. But, like, like as my, long as my you're not... My pool of dating is double yours. As long as even you're more. Not, as long as you're not necking a girl in front of me. Yeah. Or a guy. But the fact that you see that... So, I hate this, and I see this on Tinder... Uh, Tinder. I see this on TikTok all the time, and it's like, if your boyfriend doesn't care about you hooking up with a girl then that's, they're homophobic because they're not seeing me kissing a girl, being attracted to a girl, whatever, as something legitimate that I could then go and date or be with. They're like, oh, yeah, they're just kissing because they're two girls. Like, no, that would be cheating. And and guys that don't see that as cheating but do with a guy, that's fucked. But you see that. But there's people that don't see that. Yeah, weird. Yeah, it is start weird. Start saying that, people, if you haven't. If you're not already, start saying it. Literally. It'll make your you life heard it lot. here first. It'll make your life easier. Yeah, but that's, yeah, from the start, Fraser was so just chill and didn't care. And it's that, literally not been a thing. 
Like, no. for us. No, of course not. No, but, but like, at all. Like, yeah. remotely. Because when I date someone, and, like, I feel like I explain this a lot when people ask me, what's it like dating a guy when you're bi? And I'm like, it's like chill. Like, it's just dating someone. Because being bi is not, like, not I'm satisfied with... At, mo- at the same time. Yeah, and that's, I think, what a lot of... Well, not that anyone thinks that, because that's polyamory, but people think, society thinks that a bisexual person can't be satisfied completely sexually, romantically, mentally, whatever, by one gender that they're attracted to. Like, like I can't get enough from you. I need more from someone else. That's not mm. it. And that is, that's polyamory. That's wanting to give your love to more than one person. And I <laughs> cannot do that. I cannot do that. Shout out to anyone that is poly because that's good on you. Um, but yeah, no. So your answer is it doesn't really affect you. It's never really affected you. No. And like, I obviously know it's one of your defining characteristics. If you were to mm. describe yourself to someone, it'd be one of your first. Only because I do it through social media, yeah. though. It, it's a part of me, but it doesn't define me. Yeah. But, like, if I think of you, it's not the first thing no. at all that I think of. No. Like, I'm not like, oh, I'm... Like, if someone asked me, what's <laughs> Megan like? I'm like, yeah, she's, she's a bisexual. Bi. Like... <laughs> That would be a weird way to start a conversation. Yeah, that would be so fucked. You know, it's already weird enough that I have to be like, and she's a YouTuber. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, so for those of you that were asking, a few of you asked, like, how do I come out to asked. my... Asked? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Don't, I said, no, don't. <laughs> don't actually pick on me. I'm just going to get my questions up. Um, <laughs> someone said, I'm bi and dating a straight guy but I don't want to lose my bisexuality. How do you do that? And I think this sort of touches on what we were just talking about. Dating a cisgendered heterosexual male does not make you any less bi and neither does dating like a lesbian girl. Like that doesn't make you any less bi. But um, I don't know what you mean by like holding on to bisexuality. Like it's always going to be a part of you no matter who you date, like even if you're single. But I guess you could just continue to watch like... I guess yeah. some people might feel that they lose it, though, over time. Like, I know deep down you always know it's there, but... But, like, I'm... Yeah. I Yeah. Like, obviously, no, But that's you, only because of society. That. Yeah. Oh, it's massive. Society and movies and shit. Oh, that's another... Uh, maybe not another yeah. topic, but another thing. I guess you could Our just... Our entire culture's dictated on stuff we've watched on TV. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I know. Especially relationships and stuff. Yeah. Ridiculous. But, um, I guess you could just continue to watch and support your fave LGBT creators... Um, I don't know, like maybe find groups, um, on social media or like pages that support and promote bisexuality. Um, and I don't know, don't be afraid to talk to him about it. If, I don't know, it sort of sounds like you're not out to him or maybe you are out to him. But yeah, I don't really know how to answer that question about holding on to it. Another question was, how do you come out as bi while dating a guy? tell them or be like if you're literally watching a movie with him and there's like a hot chick just be like just say it and then he'll be like oh okay i mean yeah but like i can have an appreciation that like brad pitt's an attractive man like yeah I but can... you i can't imagine you sitting there watching a movie with brad pitt in it with me going god he's hot wait am i imagining you or you imagining you me, me saying it you would not say that to me if we were watching a movie with brad pitt in it have you seen Fight Club when he takes his top off? Okay. What, what a rig. You're saying that what now. What an absolute rig. <laughs> oh, Christ. 
Or, like, I guess another way you can come out while dating a guy by saying, just mentioning a previous girl you've dated, even if you haven't. It's such an easy, casual way to say that. Um, if they don't like that. They can get fucked. Yeah. Simple as that. Literally. Oh, yeah. We talk about that often. I talk about that a fair bit on my channel. Don't be a dickhead is one of the philosophies of life. Be lucky that she is attracted to so many genders and she's picked you. She could literally have anyone and she's picked you. <laughs> Charlie, <laughs> one of my best friends. Oh, save you, Charlie. Yeah, she wanted us to talk about meeting on Tinder, which we've covered already, but... Thanks, Charlie. Yeah, thanks, Charlie. Um, coping, what to do, like, how to cope with people that are threatened by dating bisexual people because they feel it's more competition. Again, we sort of spoke about this before. Um, they're probably not worth it because I think if you date someone like that, they're always going to feel like that and you can't really change someone's mind if they're already in of the opinion that uh they are fighting for your attention or like um if they're fighting for you to like them over other people that's not healthy and I feel like they will probably like project their feelings onto you a lot more if that's how they feel they're just waiting for you to cheat effectively yeah is what they're doing which is a bad mindset yeah <laughs> That's not good either. If someone is already feeling threatened if they begin to date you, that's never, that's not really a good foundation for a healthy relationship. So I would probably I don't think you should be threatened in away. any aspect. If you're feeling physically threatened, if you're feeling yeah. mentally threatened, like... Yeah. Relationships are good. You, yeah. You don't need to put up with bullshit. Yeah. Uh, this person said, how do you tackle intrusive thoughts uh, while dating a man like, what if I'm a lesbian? I've been through my what if I'm a lesbian stage well before Fraser. <laughs> um, and I don't really get those thoughts anymore, probably because I'm in love with Fraser. But, um, yes. like, well, it's okay to have those thoughts. It's not okay to have those thoughts if they're super duper, super consistent. Like, if every time you have sex with him, you're like, <laughs> what if I'm a lesbian? <laughs> like, or... If it's something that you're thinking about all the time, it's probably something to look into further. But if you're having these thoughts just generally when you're not with him or like even when you're with him, but it's not, you're not doing something intimate or you're not going out for dinner or dates with him and thinking, oh, I'd prefer this. I'd rather be doing this with one of my girlfriends, like, or someone that you're crushing on that's a girl at the same time sort of thing. That would be different. But if you're just having these sporadic thoughts every now and then, totally normal. Um, you may very well be a lesbian and you might just be at that questioning stage where you're starting to realize that you are and compulsory heterosexuality is taken over but at the same time it's okay to have those thoughts if they're not too intrusive and they just happen occasionally because I've had them while dating a guy not Fraser but I have had them while dating a guy before and I'm not and it was just like something I had to work through but I would probably talk to someone about it maybe like a friend that you can trust. Um, but other than that, I don't think it's really that much of a cause for alarm. Good input here, Fraze. Yeah, look, well, look, it's not a topic of expertise <laughs> no, of mine. Um, like, you know, we, we've moved off online dating, which, you know, that was my hitting zone. Like, it's, well, you probably haven't heard of compulsory heterosexuality that much. I've spoken about it with you a bit, but it's basically... You, you say it, yeah. Yeah, it's basically where a woman 
through, has been shaped like we through society through movies through tv shows through celebrities through the news through everything we have been shaped that heterosexuality is the norm yeah absolutely and so we think growing Not up absolutely yes i wasn't no, saying that. i know absolutely, absolutely I that's saying. how it works and yeah. so women lesbians whoever grow up thinking oh I, that guy's attractive and i'm attracted to him but am I attracted to him or is that society making me think I'm attracted to him? That's pretty yeah. much what it is. And it's so much more complex than that, but that's basically what it is. And I had that when I came out as bisexual. Well, when I first started sleeping with girls, seeing girls, girls, whatever, I was like, fuck. And then I was like, whoa, 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 it's so good with girls. Do I even like boys anymore? And that was a thing for ages. Even I would date guys through it and be like, do I, do yeah. I, is it just the male validation though? They find me hot, they're sleeping with me. Is that all I like though? Mm. But then I was like, no. Because I'm orgasming with guys, I'm enjoying it with guys. Like, I don't really, if I was a lesbian, I don't think I'd really like sucking dick that much. Like, I don't think, yeah. yeah. And then I got to a point where I was like, okay, that was just like a time. And I think that happens to so many people, um, lesbians especially, obviously. And then they come to the, the realisation that they're a lesbian. Um, but bisexuals go through it as well. So... That's my answer to that question. Yeah. I, uh, there was another question on partners, questions and concerns with dating a bisexual, but there aren't any here, which is nice. I don't really know if I can even think of any concerns that, other than what we've covered with feeling um, threatened. No. Well, like, I, I know some people, and, like, this isn't anything I've had too much of a close connection to, but it's mm. mates of mates or mates' partners or, like, you know, outside of friendship groups where... Mm. They don't love the fact that they're living with, like, girls living, like, housemates of boys or, you know, their housemates of girls and stuff like that. I feel like right. that's a big thing. Yeah. And, you know, maybe if I was, you know, shields up, like, you know, concerned about you, you living in a house with four other girls at one point, <laughs> that, like, that, that could yeah. be a concerning thing for someone. Yeah. Like, obviously, I know your housemates and get along with them great. Yeah. Um, mm. And at this point... Or, like, in recent times, they've all had partners at the same time kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. and you can see my relationship with them and see that they're, like, sisters. Yeah. But, so yeah, no, I could see that, especially, like, at the beginning, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like... Not that it did, because, what, I met your housemates, like, week two of us knowing mm. each other. Yeah. But... And I also don't have a very... Like, not that this is a thing at all and it doesn't mean anything at all, but, like, I don't have a very flirty personality either. I guess maybe that could have mm. made it more... I think because in society and like there's such a stereo there's so many stereotypes surrounding bisexuality with cheating or being um promiscuous and you don't have to be a bisexual to be a cheater. You have to be an asshole to be a cheater. Yeah, that's like that's an unfortunate the, stereotype is what it is. It's it's the same as all those like well, all stereotypes are dumb stereotypes. Mm. But like some are conceived as being these like good stereotypes, like, you know yeah. Asians are smart or whatever. Like it's Yeah, this but it's thing, still hurtful. Yeah, no, and that's it. Like mm. eventually down the line it's hurtful. Yeah. Because someone can be like, Oh, I'm not like I'm not good at maths. Yeah. Like yeah. does that mean I'm oh, a failure? I don't want to threesome. Like, yeah, like <laughs> Yeah, weird. exactly. So I know. And that was another thing on Tinder with like Men especially. I never had one. I did not have one girl ask me for that. But, like, every second guy was like, oh, can we have a threesome? Negative. But, like, if two girls asked me, I'd be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I just hate guys. Like, I hate men. Hey, I'm right here. No, no, <laughs> I just, like, hate 
that men think that they can use bisexuals for their pleasure. When it comes from that angle, I'm like, no. But if it's a girl, I'm like, you're not doing this. <laughs> oh, so, um, so should I tell my other mate to not come around? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'll cancel that. Yeah. What else can we talk about with online dating? Um, well, I was thinking about it before. And, like, I joked about saying, taking it back to 2008 with eHarmony. They were before their time, weren't they? I what? You remember online dating was a thing in like two thousand and eight. Nah, but it was like old people, and they'd like list oh, yeah, all grandmas. their like yeah, yeah. Fucking, they beat us to it. Yeah. What what champions? Like, but they had to pay and shit. Like, you paid like. Do someone... you still pay for eHarmony? Oh, you might. I don't know. I don't know. I've never been on it. Oh. I, I always assume it's like that episode of How I Met Your Mother where he like pays the love consultant. Yeah, to, that's what I think of because um, it's because you, it's like a personal person is putting you two someone, together. Yeah, they someone matches for, you. Yeah, um, it's not just demo or distance or whatever. It's what's your favorite band? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's like. Are you widowed? Yes, no, maybe. Yeah, and they like set you up to go on dates and stuff. It yeah. was like the first kind of blind dates. And I think mm. that's maybe where the stigma of, oh, I met them online comes from. Yeah. Is because probably in sitcoms like Friends or How I Met Your Mother or these ones where mm. they are a bit about relationships and stuff, they probably built this thing of, oh, I had to pay someone to like match me with their partner. Yeah. And like that might actually be where it stems from. Maybe. Because like these days it shouldn't be weird. We spend half our line on, half our, <laughs> half our, half our line. Um, half our, like, li- <laughs> Half our life. <laughs> right. We're, we're cutting all of that and we're going for Maybe. a clean take. Uh, half our life online. Yeah. Why is it weird to mix relationships into that? I don't know. I think... Like, what else do we do online that's stigmatized? Like, imagine if it was like, oh, you look up recipes online to cook your dinner. Like, everyone else uses cookbooks, you weirdo. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to... Think I of... think... I think... I don't think it's actually that taboo or... Whatever. No, I don't think in it is. Our generation, I think older people are like, oh, you met on Tinder. Like, I think because oh, I know down my on parents, us, not yes. like forty-year-olds matching on Tinder. No, 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 I, no, no, I, no, no. I was picturing old bints just like no, no, breaking no. their finger, swiping think... left. Oh no, I've done arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> I've done arthritis. No, I mean because even my parents, like my parents, are so accepting. They don't really give a fuck. But when is when uh, make it sound like my parents aren't accepting. No, your parents are so accepting. Like, they're probably way more, like, open to Tinder and stuff. But mum and dad were like, oh, like, online. I was like, yeah, yeah, but we knew each other through, through swimming in high school. He swam, oh. he swam. Like, he swam against Cal King. You remember Cal King? Yeah. And, like, I just got to this Shout thing. out to Cal. How you going? Yeah, shout out, Cal. How you doing, doll? Um, but, yeah, so it was more of a, oh, is that? And I think it's a safety thing because, like, catfishing is real. And mum was like, Wait, have you have you met this boy though? And at this point, I hadn't. I was like, no, like he could literally kill me. And I was like, oh, I shouldn't have said that because <laughs> Mum was like, wait, what? Be safe. Uh, and I think it is like a safety thing because that wasn't a thing That's back when our parents were young. They did not have online dating. They met at the disco or whatever fucking tennis club, like your parents or whatever. Like yeah. there was no Tinder back no. then, and that's why, yeah. Yeah, well, no, it's it's absolutely fair. I never thought about the safety aspect of that and why parents might be against it. Probably because you're not saying that because you're no, a guy, but absolutely. it's totally a, a yeah. more of a more of a thought for women. I think I've thought about it so many times. To be fair, I I never told anyone that I met someone on Tinder and I was going to go see them. I'd just be like, I'm going out. out. Yeah, how unsafe is that? Yeah, ridiculous. Because you, and as again, as a male, that's not, not blaming would, you at all. I would but. text a mate if I was going into a weird area yeah. to like go that's meet good. up with someone. I'd be like, hey, if you don't, if I'm not home tonight 
Yeah. And you don't hear from me, this is the address I went to. Yeah, that's good. Uh, <laughs> Not many people would do that. Not many men would do that. Yeah, but like, as we said, catfishing, like, yeah. the the hot girl on the other end of the screen could be a 40-year-old dude male. with a knife. Like, Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, a and very there's actually tall no way woman pr- with a knife. <laughs> actually like no way of proving it well and like, oh now i think i, I did I, see that they, they have like verify. a verified thing yeah. yeah so you can be verified on tinder now don't know how they do that maybe you upload your id or something yeah well i think you you no longer can make a tinder profile without a facebook you used to be able to make okay. a tinder profile without a, like so you i have to have a facebook straight but th- to... there could also be a thing where you have to send in a passport like that's a I thing i think it is a, like an id thing it would have to be like 100 points of id or yeah. something like that to be like i am actually this person that's good um, and again, I remember, I think the first time I saw that was on like a Bumble or something like that. And I'm like, that's a bit weird, but it absolutely makes sense. Mm. Um, so probably a good thing. Is there any other ways that you'd make online dating safer? Mm. Other than that, I haven't really put much thought into it. Um, I think verifying is a really good thing. Cause yeah, like, as you said, anyone could make a profile Yeah. back in the day, which is fucking scary. How else would I make it safer? Would you recommend, like, I know... A video some of your call. have done a video call. Yeah. Like, having... But, like, you can't force someone to do that, I suppose, before a date. Um, maybe have something like... And, God, if you introduce video calls into direct into Tinder, that'd be dangerous. Yeah, true. <laughs> but maybe have something like, oh, they probably already have that sort of when you sign up. You know how I had to do that thing when my Facebook got hacked where I had to, like, take a photo of my ID through my own webcam? Yeah. Like, have something like that through your own device so that it can't be... Because anything, you could upload any document, but have it so that it was taken through yours. Like, obviously, through coding, they can figure that out. But that it was taken on your device, Mm. something like that. But maybe that's already being done. Yeah, I know. I don't know. It's a hard one to make super safe because it's not really safe. Nothing online's safe. I'm pretty sure they do things where if your photo is exactly the same as someone else's photo, it, like, flags it. Like, you couldn't... What do you mean? Like, so I couldn't just put up six me. pictures of Megan yeah. and go, I'm Megan, nice to meet you kind of thing. I think it knows that. Oh, that's good. Because, like, com- we forget how smart computers are. Mm. Like, they are... And, like, maybe they'd be able to tell... Like, you know how when you post a photo on Facebook, it knows which friend's in your photo? And you go, that's a bit yeah. weird. It can probably look at the six photos that you upload and determine whether it's the same person in each of them. Oh, or, maybe. Or if, it, and you know, maybe all this happens in the background at Tinder HQ <laughs> and they get sent a little message to be like, hey, can you just look at this profile? Like our computers flagged it as maybe them not being who they say yeah, they are. Yeah, that's true. Um, w- how will your, someone said, how will you celebrate pride together? we bake some rainbow cupcakes or something? Hey, I'm down for baking all the time. I know. We're doing the painting. I want to still do something with your old flag, which yeah, I'm sure the, the tater tots to... out there. Also, I came up with that. Just oh. in case anyone was wondering, tater tots was not an original invention of Megan's. That was me. Mm. Don't think I've ever got credit for that. No. Mm. Just food for thought out there, people. Mm. Um, <laughs> but no, your your flag has disappeared from the background of your videos. I know. And is... We should do something with it. And like, we've had ideas and maybe that's what we'll do. I also really want to introduce Fraser to RuPaul's Drag Race. We were talking about it a couple of weeks ago and I sort of was like, we should watch an episode. And he was agreeable. So we'll maybe celebrate Pride by watching some RuPaul. Um, is that going to be your show of selection? Yeah. Maybe some gay movies, LGBT movies, my favourites. We've watched a couple. Yeah. We have watched, well, have we watched Love, Simon together? Have we watched that yet? I don't think so. We, we definitely oh, we watched um, Booksmart. Booksmart. Fucking 
One of my favourites. Yes. Um, we should watch Love, Simon. I guess we'll just watch some, like, LGBTQ plus movies. Oh, and, and bake. we watched Predestination. That was my one. Well, no, she turns out to be a trans woman. Oh, yeah, that's true. At the end. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Predestination, that's that the big twist. That is a transgender twist. movie, I suppose. That's a great film. Yeah, that's good. Well, I, I'd like to, you know, this isn't, we keep going on these tangents. I kind of love it, but nothing but a tangent. Also another name for a podcast. I don't know whether the first one got on video. I don't <laughs> think it did. But before we started, we came up with a great name for a podcast. Yeah. Um, But I like it how just there is a bi character or a gay character and it's not a movie plot point. It's yeah. just. Oh, in Schitt's Creek. I mean. Well, like, just in shows, but Shit's Creek's a great example mm. where, like, David's just a character mm. and there's no... No one brings it up as, like, yeah. a, oh, yuck. I love how in shows... I can't remember what it was. Something I was watching recently. And it's just, like, girls just date girls now and it's, like, not even made a thing. It's like, oh, yeah, this is my girlfriend. And it's yeah. so good that that's, like... When it doesn't need to be a plot point, it's amazing. Yeah. Or if it's not someone, like, an author yelling for clout, like, oh, JK, just retroactively mm. being going, yeah. Dumbledore's gay. And you go... But you're a transphobe. <laughs> yeah, like... Isn't that up? Okay. Like, yeah. you, you can't just... You can't be pride for... I know, but then at the same time, it's, like, so good to have movies with the plot point as, as that because there's so many plot points of heterosexual couples and it's like, ugh. um So, yeah, that's pretty much it, people. Thanks so much for listening. Did you enjoy coming on, friends? Absolutely. Yeah, it was good. I think we should just – I think you should probably be my co-host. God, yeah. how intimidating, though. If a third person comes into this mix, are they going to get a word in? No. Yeah, that's dangerous. So they can't. <laughs> and they're, they're weak, so I'll do that myself. <laughs> 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 but, um, no, nah, that's, that's good. Yeah, I think – I'll have you back on for an episode about money and money and relationships and just the taboo of how much money someone has and how we don't talk about it with many people. Yeah. Um, and then for episode 69, we'll just do whatever. Yeah. That's something. Things. Hopefully we have a dog by then. Woof. <laughs> um, no, like, we could do, like, first dates and, like... Yeah, awkward first dates and Or, shit. like, you know, kissing on the first date, sleeping with someone on the yeah. first date. Like, they're fun topics. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Our experience with it all. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Right, lots to look forward to, people. Oh, if you enjoyed having Fraser on the podcast, feel free to go and leave a Apple podcast review or you can head to mypodcastreviews.com and leave one. Search for Topics of Taboo. Yeah, uh, the more reviews, the better because it gets my podcast out to more people. Um, And if you're enjoying it, there's a massive chance that someone out there that hasn't come across it yet will also enjoy it too. So it would mean the world if you could go and do that. And I'd love your feedback on whether or not you like Fraser on the podcast or you absolutely hate him. You can tell me, you can be honest. Hey, Um, hey, no, none of that. (laughs) But before we go, I'm going to read out some reviews. It's my favourite time of the episode, reviewer of the week. Let me just get it up here, people. It does put a big smile on your face to see those reviews. It's so nice. uh, There's so many too. I know everyone out there, like, even if you just leave something that's like, oh, it's great to hear someone talk about this topic. It is, and it truly is. And sometimes mm-hmm. if you go back on, you can leave another review. So can what, you really? Yeah. I always go into your thing and I don't know. I don't leave another review, but I always hit the five stars every time I'm you? on your podcast. I'm a five-star podcaster. It says you're a five-star podcaster, <laughs> Megan. Thank you. View my podcast. Here we go, people. 
All right. So first we have Miller underscore Kyra from the United States who said, yes, this is the one. This is the one. This podcast is a must listen. The episodes are well planned and very informative. They they help me feel comfortable with taboo topics, which is perfect. You have to listen to these. I wouldn't choose any other podcast. Thank you so much, Miller. That is so sweet. Thank you. Um, Thank you, you reckon? Hey. Hey. And then we have one from Rain Flower Sun. I really love how clear this podcast is. Sometimes when I listen to topics of taboo, I feel like Megan is the older sister I never had, and I think I'm not alone. I feel like I have someone to ask my questions of, the questions that I can't ask anyone else. Thank you so much, Rainflower Sun from the United States. That's so sweet. Thank you so much for those. If you would like a shout-out, then be sure to head to mypodcastreviews.com and just search for Topics of Taboo or leave an Apple Podcast review. It would mean the absolute world. And, yeah, you can get your name read out. Have you got all the links in the description? I'll have the links in the show notes. Yeah, they're always there. Yes. Or they're on my um, link tree on Instagram as well. So, yeah. And what is your Instagram? Just in case someone stumbled across this it's episode. at Megan Dykeman. Try spelling that one. That'll also be in the podcast notes. And, yeah, Dutchie on YouTube. But you all know that because you're all from YouTube. If you haven't listened to the other episodes of Topics of Taboo, there are some crackers out there. <laughs> Last week's one with fellow engineer Owen. Yeah. What a banger. Was cute. He was a cutie. That was very good. I'm still reeling about that English-French accent. Yeah, how nice is it? Wow. See, we were talking about being intimidated. There yeah, it was. Yeah, he was a sweetie. <laughs> uh, yes, if you haven't listened to that, that was a good one. We did have a fellow bisexual on the podcast other than Georgia Bridges. I had Owen on last week, a male bisexual who's also questioning his gender. Owen's episode is a absolute must listen. Those of you who are listening on Apple Podcasts may have thought that you haven't uploaded for about oh, a month. Um, yes, so I did mention, but basically Apple Podcasts was just, my, my RSS feed wasn't syncing with Apple Podcasts. So that's fine. But there are now three episodes there that you probably haven't listened to because they probably didn't come up. And when they re-uploaded, they probably didn't give you a notification. If they did, that's great. But if they didn't, definitely go back and give them a listen. Um, and yeah, let me know your thoughts on the IG. Definitely go and follow Topics of Taboo on Instagram as well because I get a lot of feedback on there. And that way I know what you all want to listen to and what you want discussed on this podcast as well. So yeah, go and follow me on there. And we have discussions. And I promise I'm going to be posting more. I've already started a new thing called Gay Memes Friday. So that's going to be on there every Friday. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, did you see that on Friday? You liked it, I think. Wait, as a YouTube video or as no, your... No, Gay Meme Friday. You liked oh, it. Oh, on Topics of Taboo. On sorry. Topics of Taboo's I thought Instagram. you were talking... No, sorry. Yes. My mistake. There is... De- my my favourite, my absolute favourite was the distracted guy meme, which had been transformed to and the girlfriend turning yeah. around. Literally yeah. us. I mean, any relationship with a guy. It's like, <laughs> so yes, there's going to be lots of meme content, lots of gay shit on there if you do want to go and follow it. But also if you want to participate in these episodes, that'd be lit as well. Um, yeah, I'm going to go, we're going to go edit this now. Do you want to edit this podcast for me, Fraze? I'd um, love to, he says. Ooh, hmm. Anyway, ooh. we're going to go do that. Thank you all for listening. If you've made it this far, <laughs> Jesus Christ, what, what are, are you, you doing? doing with your life? Yeah, literally. Um, but yeah, thanks, Fraze, for coming on. You're welcome, Megan. I am. Yeah. I'll wait to have you on next time. Episode 46. Count it down. Yeehaw. That's not too far away. All right. We're going to stop talking now. Ready? Bye. See ya. (laughs) 